rockzone.com I love living the hunt life Along with my kids and my lovely wife Taking in the land that the good Lord made And doing the things that make this country great Doing my part to keep the things in line Respecting the land that's yours and mine No doubt about it, this right here's a good life It's living the hunt life Welcome to the on-air home for the Brotherhood of Hunters Welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show Brought to you by Hunt Life Take aim And now, here are your hosts Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor and Kirk Waltz. Good morning, folks, and welcome to the Hot Life Outdoor Show. And I'm Kevin Favor, sitting in with Kirk Waltz. Good morning, Kirk. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, good. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people are always like, yeah, why do you guys have three guests? Well, our three hosts. And, and, and the reason is, is because, generally speaking, during hunting season, right. somebody's gone. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're like the three stooges, you <laughs> no, know? No, I mean, somebody's out. Mo, you know, Larry, they're, Curly. They're, they're out there doing Hunt Life Outdoor Show research. Well, just so everybody knows, I'm Mo. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, but anyway. So, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. You know, and, and, and this morning no, is, right. is, is a great example. You know, uh, Lagerman is in Iowa this Iowa. morning, and, and we're going to go talk to him. Uh, and, and good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, boys. How, How y'all doing? We're doing good. How are you? I mean, I'm doing good. I'm at the uh, Aiming for a Cure. It's a charity event up here in here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And and you know what's pretty cool is that uh, it's a lot of outdoor celebrities. You know, usually these events have a lot of kind of sports celebrities, but I mean, having outdoor celebrities just make makes this event kind of u- uh, unique. And and Kirk, man, I found the perfect get- guest for you. Oh, great! Here Uh-oh. we go. We're we're going to have her on the air in the future because she is actually an Olympic skeet shooter, and she's going to teach you how to shoot a shotgun. Somebody needs to help me. It, 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 Jeff, it would <laughs> take an Olympic ski you with a shotgun. I said, you know what, Haley? I said, can you come on? I'm, one of my partners is not very good with a shotgun. I need therapy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ski therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of people here, and it's going to benefit the Children's Hospital here that's great. in Iowa City. And a lot of a lot of celebrities have come. Trey Teague, uh, uh, amongst Haley Dunn. Gosh, Babe Winkleman was supposed to be here, but then had something kind of come up. So him and his wife weren't wasn't able to make it. And I was I was looking forward to meeting Babe because I've never met him. Right. And I wanted to see if that hair really looked fake in person as much as it does on TV. Yeah, he because I wanted you to put your hand like going. right right in the middle of it and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'd let you do that. He looks like he's a pretty big guy too. Uh, he does. He yeah. does. And uh, we actually had a friend of mine ask me, he said, do you know, babe? I said, no, I don't know him. I said, but I'm looking forward to meeting him. Of course, he didn't end up making it. He said, I've always wondered, what's in that coffee cup? Kind of like Ron White on stage. That's right. Yeah, it could have be, been be an outdoor version of Ron White. Uh, that's right. That's like, what was that movie? What was that show, Cheers, when, yeah. when Sam would go over and, and they put uh, the Merlot in the uh, coffee cup? Yeah. The red wine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let yeah. me have the usual. I'll take the usual. I'll take the exactly. usual. But, well, it, well, guys, you know, I, I actually was looking forward to meeting a lot of these people, and one of them I was looking forward to meeting was Rick Cruder, and, and I don't know if you guys know, because you guys watch some of the outdoor shows, Rick and Julie have an outdoor show called Beyond the Hunt, and they yep. got their start right. with the juries and, and Dream Season Couples, I believe it was. Right. And, uh, and Rick is here. Julie is not here. And uh, so I, uh, Rick was kind enough to come to the room, and he's going to sit in with you guys and talk about his hunting experiences and experiences in the outdoors. So you guys ready to, to meet and talk with Rick? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to turn the phone over to him, okay? Okay, all right. All right, hold on. Yeah, folks, we're, Rick Cruder's coming on with us, who uh, 
Along with his lovely wife, they host Beyond the Hunt TV. And, and good morning, you, gentlemen. Good morning, Rick. How are morning, you, Rick? Doing good. How are we doing down there? <laughs> we're we're doing good. You know, it's 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 an exciting time here, simply for the fact that it's uh, turkey season is uh, is on its way. And I mean, you can't believe how many of my friends are out this morning <laughs> turkey hunting, and I'm getting all these texts. So it, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a good time of year. Yeah, buddy, it is. I think it's. Uh, I think spring's hitting all across the country right now. It's funny, been out, uh, been out in the field, uh, looking at some ground, working some ground, and, and the, the strutters on the ridge have definitely been catching my eye. Right, and, and where where are you doing this at, Rick? Uh, we're we're uh, in South Central Iowa. Okay, uh, is kind of where my life has taken me at this point. So, kind of, I guess I don't know if you'd say a, a gypsy, but uh, I think I kind of follow. Uh, I've been following this or, or chasing this dream, let's put it that way, and it's it's brought me to the Midwest now. So uh, originally uh, uh, raised up out in Wyoming, cowboy kid, and just uh, chased a, a, you know some western big game and turkeys right. out in that country, and and now uh, I've been fortunate enough to live in the Midwest and chase some big gobblers and some big whitetails. And and I'm just kind of curious, Rick, why, why Iowa? I mean, you know, we listen, we live in the South. Okay, and 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 it's it's you know the one thing that we love to hunt, Kirk and I, Jeff, it, it is bow hunting whitetails, and and you know when you turn on the TV and 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 you know you're watching your show Beyond the Hunt, and you know obviously Iowa is a a state that everybody dreams to hunt. I mean, is that why you ended up there? I mean, you know because Wyoming, you know, has whitetails, and then Julie's from Nebraska. I mean, they've got some big whitetails there. Why Iowa? They do. Yeah, it's a good question, and, and a lot of times when people ask us why, it's a it's a popular question, why Iowa, but I think, you know, when you get there and you talk to some of the folks that have lived there their whole life, they say, oh, you've moved here too. Right, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> right. Basically, uh, to be real honest, you're right. I, I uh, Both Julie and I being out west and, and having a chance to hunt a lot of whitetails and mule deer and elk and antelope, the one thing uh, that we found in Iowa is that, that uh, just the genetics and the number of, of big giant bucks is just—it's uh, mind-boggling, really. I think back in 2006 was the first time I ever hunted Iowa, and uh, I was just—I think more in disbelief at the at the big deer I was seeing. And I had a lot of friends tell me that those kind of deer live there, but once you go and hunt it and experience it firsthand, it's a uh, They've done a fantastic job of taking care of their deer herd right. and managing and growing big bucks, you know. And, and how how much property do you have there, Rick? Well, we've just got a small 240-acre farm. And, Interesting. Uh, I mean, it's small in comparison to yeah. some of the stuff that's there. But, uh, you know, it's just, um, I, they always say location, location, yeah. location, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, yeah, it's just, because I, I make these guys jealous all the time because I have a very good friend of mine who lives in Kansas. And, yeah, yeah, which we think he bribed, Rick. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, I take him fishing, and he takes me hunting. It, it works out great for me, Rick. Uh, uh, and and just, just just to let folks know, we're talking to Rick Cruder with Beyond the Hunt TV. And, 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 and you know, the, the piece of property that we hunt up, there's 140 acres. You bet. But, but it's, yeah. got, it's got the creek bottom. It's got the milo fields. It's got the wheat coming up. I mean, you know, it's got everything right there that, that the deer need. And, uh, you, you know, it's... It's amazing what a piece of property like that can do. And, and now, do you, are you doing food plots and, and all that good stuff? Yeah, we do. We, I mean, uh, we're, we're 
heavy into the land management. Uh, you know, Bobcat, uh, the implement company, or right. Tractor, Small Tractor, they're, they're one of our, our good partners, and and uh, it's been fun to take uh, their equipment out and uh, really create habitat, and, and we've, we've really enjoyed it. And I think going back to what you said about Kansas, you know, it, it's true. I mean, a lot of times in the Midwest you don't need a whole lot of ground right. to grow or sustain or hold you know, a couple of really good bucks. Absolutely. And I think that's the other thing, like coming from the West, um, you typically had to have, you know, a, a section of 640 to 1,000 plus acres to, to try to grow something or right. have a river system, and some of those big bucks will travel on you where it seems like the habitat in, in the Midwest is, uh, it's like you said, it's got a little bit of everything, and it doesn't take much to, to hold one and have them, have them be comfortable and feel safe there. Um, so adding to that with the bobcat stuff, we've been able to to suck some big bucks in and hold them too. So <laughs> it always helps. Yeah, hey, absolutely. Hey, I got a question. I mean, you've been you've been running your outfitters, RK Outfitters, for 16 years. Yep. Do you guide on the same property, or do you lease other property to do that? You with? know, we. Uh, I was just telling Jeff last night. We've taken it just a hiatus from the from the outfitting to to work on the show, but. Very good question, and when we were uh, very active with that, uh, you know, it's gotten me where we have where we are today. Uh, but the outfitting, we never. It, the, the neat thing about the show now is we we get to hunt. I think there was a stretch for eight years, Julie and I never hunted yeah. because we we just focused on our clients, and then we had an opportunity to do dream seasons, and we bounced around and hunted a lot of different stuff then. But uh, when it came to our leases and. A lot of the stuff we did was family ground. I was very fortunate that I've got family in, in South Dakota, lots of family yet in Wyoming. And then, of course, uh, I started dating Julie, and, uh, and and their family allowed us to operate there on their place, too. Oh, yeah, you did good it. there. <laughs> now, hey, I got a question, you know. I got a lot of friends that say I'm married up, and I can't lie. Well, well yeah. you know, you know we've, we've also noticed that uh, you, you could actually do a stand-in for uh, Tim McGraw. Did you kind of suck up to her on that level say, hey, I, I do some uh, sub work for Tim? <laughs> well, you know, I, I've. Yeah, I, I, I often do go down and, and get touched up a little bit. Just to make sure that See, we noticed that, you know. We yeah. also noticed the aspect that uh, used to be a man model there. Is that the true fact? <laughs> well, I tell you what, if I could only be half as successful as that guy, I think we'd I'd be tickled man. Yeah, uh, I don't know absolutely. About that. Hey, Rick, don't go anywhere. We're, we're going to take a quick break, and um, we and when we come back, I want to talk to you about obviously your TV show, how you got started with that, and then we want to talk about. Some hunting, as in, I'll, I'll, I want you to to talk about some of your hunts. Ten four. Guys. All right, mate, don't go anywhere. You listen to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show, and right now we have Rick Cruder Beyond the Hunt TV standing by. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. As a turkey hunter, we've all been there. You're on your eighth day of hunting the same gobbler, and every morning he's made you look silly. Your kids think you've lost your mind. Your wife's beginning to wonder if you're really turkey hunting. You keep telling yourself this morning will be different. Conditions are perfect. 45 degrees, very little wind, and there is no moon. As you sit in the dark, your eyes get heavy. With your eyes closed, the whippoorwills keep you awake. And just before the sun rises, the familiar song of the cardinal catches your attention because you know it won't be long until the game begins. You've decided this morning to be quiet. Just let him gobble on a roost. Just after daybreak, he does just that. You know it's him because his gobble is way too familiar. It's all you can do not to call back. You hear him fly down, and then you hear the hen start to call. You make one soft call and get the gun ready. 
First you see a hen, then all you see is a swinging beard. He comes into view, and you fold him up. This morning, you guessed right. What a cool feeling. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. Because at Hunt Life, they know it's all about the outdoors experience. Visit them at HuntLife.com. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new breakup infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity from Mossy Oak. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and what's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Kevin Faber, Kirk Waltz sitting across from me, and our good buddy Jeff Lagerman is in Iowa doing a little Hunt Life Outdoor Show research. And right now, though, on the line, we have Rick Kruder from Beyond the Hunt TV. And, uh, and Rick, we were, we were talking earlier, you know, I promise you that, that this group of guys, including Jeff, we can talk about land management for the next 10 hours, but I don't think people want to you know, I don't think they want to talk about you know what kind of seed we have in the ground and all that good stuff. But that yeah. to, for us, it's it's I don't know, it's what we do. You know, as yeah. a matter of fact, I'm 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 going to my property in Georgia uh, this weekend. I, I planted some clover a couple weeks ago, so I'm dying to go see if it's if it's coming up. Yeah. But when you were when you were growing up in, in Wyoming, um, you know, and, and and I've read your your bio and stuff, and you know, you, you had the recurve bow, just like all of us did. You know, I mean, you sure. and and. When when did it get to a point to where you know I, because see it, it's interesting that that your story is a lot like mine because it was kind of drilled into my head you know high school go to college you know and then after you get done with that you can figure out what you want to do you know well yeah high school I played sports and then all I wanted to do was fish and hunt and when I went to college all I wanted to do was fish and hunt <laughs> same same thing with you yeah it's it's funny guys. Uh, you know, Jeff and I were just talking during the break, and it's so true. We were talking about his days of playing ball, and and uh, yeah, I mean, when I when it, when I was in high school, uh, a couple of good friends and I, when when we'd get out of practice, that's what we went and did. We shot our bows, and and uh, we we ch- challenged ourselves. Then again, in the field, seeing how close we could get to stuff, and and it was uh, just sharing a little bit of conversation with Jeff about trying to go to the next level and him playing pro ball. I, I had dreams of doing that. I, I actually went to college on a on an athletic scholarship, and uh, and not proud to say, uh, my first two semesters were quite a challenge because I ended up uh, not knowing it. But my two roommates ended up being avid hunters at the time, and, <laughs> and we just uh, I, I I would say that uh, cut a few classes. Know, yeah. Yeah, we missed a few classes. Yeah, let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I think we can both relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. Was, oh, I'm sure. I think you know it's one of those things. Everybody, you know, 
that does it gets it, but the folks that haven't really been out there and experienced it, you know, firsthand, um, it's hard to, to describe, you know, the, the feeling and the satisfaction of just being out there. A lot of times you don't have to, to shoot anything, just watch the sun come up. You don't really get it till you're there and listening to the birds and seeing, right. you know, Mother Nature, so to speak. But, yeah, that was a challenge for me was just getting through school and, and trying to make sure, like I said, I wanted to play sports and uh, I was good at, at at a lot of different things, but I was never good enough to go to the next level. So I I applied I applied my uh, my sneakiness and 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 the love for the chase, I guess, to to the hunt. And it just and um, I never thought I'd be doing this today, guys. To be real honest with you, I, I graduated with a degree in physical therapy and and went to back to Wyoming to uh, work at the university, work with the athletes, and always try to stay. Uh, kind of in tune with uh, the sporting side that way and, and you know, I kind of live vicariously, I guess, through some of the athletes there. And yeah. But this kept pulling me away, you know, and, and uh, I came home one day and uh, Julie and I had just gotten married, built a new house, and, and I told her I was quitting my job. And, and uh, <laughs> Been there, <laughs> done that, Yeah, brother. that went over like a lead balloon, yeah, didn't it? That, that, that went over huh? real well. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, I'll tell you what, guys, I got really lucky because she kind of looked at me and gave me a funny uh, funny face, but she said, what are you going to do next? Or, you know, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I really want to make a living in the outdoors, and that's when I went and got licensed to do the outfitting and and uh, struggled there and, and went down and built some houses with a couple of my buddies down in the Front Range in Colorado, down in Denver, and uh, just tried to make ends meet chasing this dream, you know, yeah. and... Uh, so, but yeah, going back to the the, the high school college days, um, uh, you know, I, this was something that I always loved and had a passion for, but never really thought I'd be fortunate enough to uh, say that uh, I get to make my living in the outdoors. Yeah, you know, again, Rick, honestly, it's 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 interesting because whenever whenever I got to a point to where I told my wife that you know what, I, I did the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm quitting my job. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not making any money anyway. You know, I mean, if, if I'm, if I'm going to go broke, I'm going down doing something that I want to do. And, and with her support, 100%, I mean, that's why I'm doing today what I'm doing. I mean, you know, running, running fishing charters full time and then, and then, you know, hunting. I, I, I don't even know how many days I hunt. I can promise you that I run charters until September and then October, November, December, January, I'm deer hunting. And then March and April, I'm turkey hunting. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That's a good gig, right yeah. there, brother. I, I tell you, it's uh, that's the one thing we're missing up here is the, the warm weather and the fishing. You know, that's yep. that's uh, we're we're fighting snowstorms a lot of times, and I think about uh, being down there in the sunshine. I think you got her made. That's pretty cool. It it is cool. It is cool. You know, and, and it, the only thing it, because we the worst part of, for us is Kirk and I and Jeff. We get the hankering. In September, we're, dude, we're going bow hunting. Okay, yeah. I mean, our, our bow season, you know, it's September 11th. So, and, and but you, but, you but. know, you, you, you're getting a stand in your shorts and your t-shirt. Yeah, it's it, hot. It, I mean, it's it, it was 98 degrees a couple times getting into my tree stand in the afternoon. It's, wow. it's hard to Rick to really uh, have scent control. Yeah, and you know, everything in your in your psyche goes. All right, I got to control this. And you you wash your clothes, you take a bath, you do this and that. <laughs> you know, you, you stand there with your BBDs on the side of the road, put your hut clothes on, and then you walk the 200 yards. Of stand by the time you get there you're soaking wet yeah. and you're going yeah. 
Well, yeah, that was I great. Tell you what? Somebody needs to come up with a, a really nice line of body paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now, being a physical therapist, uh, yeah, I can right. see that coming out of your mouth. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. That's, that's, that'd be ugly. Now, maybe for the girls, I don't know, but for well, us, I don't go. think so. Uh, that's that's good. Uh, so, so you started off, you know, doing doing the outfitter thing, you know, and and and, and it sounds like it, it went it went a little slow in the beginning. So. Obviously, that picked up and did and did pretty well for you, right? Yeah, you know, we we struggled for a long time, and I went to a lot of sports shows, shook a lot of hands, mm-hmm. really believed in the product of what we had to sell. But you know, it, it's a uh, you know, you guys know. I mean, it's yeah. a tough world out there, and you you try to convince people that they need to spend their money with you. And, and you know, there's a lot of guys out there offering a great service, and. You know, so I, I really did. I struggled initially, and I, I didn't know what to do and how to change it. And I think the one thing that that really, well, I know it's the the, the defining factor in, in what changed RK Outfitters, and it changed it overnight, was was inviting some, what I felt were some really good quality shows out there to come hunt with us and show the world on TV what we had and what we could do and, and help people chase their dreams out west, so to speak. And that really did. that. You know, I could go to... A, I could go to 10 different sports shows in the off season and and meet, you know, a couple thousand people. Right. And or I could or I could put our services on TV and hit, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Right. And and that's really what changed it and and getting tied up with some really good people. I know Hunter Specialties, they're a big part of what we're doing here today. Uh Cool. Yeah, we we hunted with those guys, or they they hunted with us, I guess, and made some cool DVDs and, and TV shows with what we were doing. And um, Jay Gregory, the Wild Outdoors, and it went to Drury's and right. uh, Mossy Oak, and it just really was kind of the platform that helped helped really launch us after after a few years of struggling and trying to figure out how to do it. So I got to thank all those guys. That they were very instrumental in the growth of RK Outfitters for sure. It, it was was most of that hunting in Wyoming at the time. Absolutely, you know okay. that was right in my back door. I yeah. grew up in the Black Hills. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's where we started, and then as we grew, we we moved over into South Dakota and uh, down into Nebraska and parts of Kansas. Um, so that was, but but Wyoming was for sure. That was the staple. That was kind of right. the core area. Okay. I, I noticed on your website, and, and by the way, you got a great website. I, I like Thanks. the interaction in it. Thanks. Uh, uh, the photo you got of you sitting there on your knees with that huge buck in velvet, which I assume is velvet. It looks like velvet. Yeah. Is yeah. awesome. Tell, okay. tell us a little bit about that deer. That's 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 awesome. Well, you know that was that that's actually a, a really cool hunt. Um, Julie and I pretty much we run together, and we usually have a cameraman with us. So. We've got a cameraman that documents uh, our experiences together. Well, it just so happened that Julie uh, was going to hunt down in Nebraska, so I sent the cam- one of our camera guys with her. And uh, my dad, I was up, I was up in Wyoming at my dad's house, and and I had my dad was there, and he's uh, he's retired, and I asked him, I said, hey, you feel comfortable running a camera? And he, of course. Not going to back down from a challenge, but I knew he was a little bit skeptical of his at that time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I took him out in the backyard, and I had a couple of uh, pointers. I've got some English pointers. I said, here, just just follow the dogs around looking through the LCD monitor of the camera, and just as if they were deer, let's practice with the dogs for a little bit. So we went out, and 
and did that for a little bit, and, and he felt like he kind of had the hang of, the, of running the camera. So uh, we went out uh, to one of my favorite spots and sat down on the ground and got kind of bl- uh, brushed in with some, some limbs and leaves and and uh, did it the way my dad taught me to do it years ago. I'd had this I'd had this week kind of, you know, through life, you kind of butt heads. And, uh, <laughs> oh, really? yeah. huh? and I felt like growing up and hunting on the ground, I really wanted to apply the, the, the tree stand game. And my dad kept telling me, he said, kid, you don't need to hunt out of that tree. He said, you can, you know, you can be a lot more mobile and have a lot more opportunities on the ground. Get out of that tree. Right. And uh, of course I, you know, I knew best. So I was going to hunt out of the tree. But <laughs> when, uh, when I went out that afternoon with my dad, I, I thought, you know, this is this is really cool. First time he's ever run a camera. He's taught me everything I know. Uh, let's go out and sit on the ground and do it the way he kind of taught me. So, right. Uh, it just so happens that we sit down and, and we get a few does walk out in front of us, and they're on their way out to an alfalfa field and, and get this nice buck that comes down through there. And he, uh, he fed and, and tried to catch us I don't know how many different times just like in a little staging area before he went out to the alfalfa field and we had one doe that stayed with him and and uh, she kept trying to catch us and i kept whispering to my dad you know you good you got him is he in focus whatever and and long story short uh, that finally that deer gives me an opportunity and and i get drawn back on him and and make a, a luckily a good shot and he literally ran about 40 yards and and tipped over but my dad did such a great job filming him and and uh, and then uh, it was just a really neat experience. I guess you talk about how life takes you in different places. And yeah, right. Hunts can, you know, kind of come full circle. And that was one of those that was very memorable. So I appreciate you picking that one out first, uh, not knowing the story, so to speak. That one's got a lot of sentimental value. Well, it's a beautiful muley. And, and Kevin and I, like we were talking about, we're both avid bow hunters. I mean, we're just so ate up with it. I didn't even pick up a fire stick at all this year. Um, I just yeah. couldn't do it, and I know Kevin was about the same way. But I also yep. noticed, too, in looking at those photos, your wife's deer is a lot bigger in those photos than yours. <laughs> oh, I tell you guys, you know, if you're gonna you, if you're gonna keep them happy, you gotta, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those yeah. things where I'm willing to shoot the next biggest deer in line as long as she gets a crack at the big guy. Then it kind of it's a little bit of insurance to make sure I get to go out the next day. All right, I, I got you. All right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk take a. a Quick break, Rick, but I have a specific show um, that, that I just watched uh, probably a couple weeks ago with my wife uh, that, that I have to ask you about. So I'm going to talk to you about that when we come back right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. All right, guys. Thanks. All right, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're, we've got Rick Cruder with Beyond the Hunt TV standing by. And, and I seriously, I've got a really, really good question for him when we come back from the break. We'll be right back. Connections. That's what life is really all about. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. At HuntLife.com, we've created a place for you to connect with those who share your passion for the hunting experience. With a free HuntLife.com membership, you'll be able to swap stories, information, and insight with hunters from all over the world. You'll find useful information on equipment, outfitters, and all the regs and red tape for your neck of the woods. At HuntLife.com, you can even keep a journal of your hunt straight from your mobile device and upload pictures of your latest and greatest hunting experiences. You can even flip on the radio and hear the latest episode of the Hunt Life Outdoor Show while you browse through all the great stuff we've got in the Hunt Life shop. Hats, shirts, decals, and more. 
become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And join the online fraternity of hunters. Connect with us at HuntLife.com. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. The first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next, and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me, and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage. Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Hey, folks, you can catch up with us throughout the week becoming a fan of Hunt Life on Facebook. Kirk's on Facebook all the time. <laughs> Share an interesting article. Post a question. Put up a great picture. Give us a link to a great article you found. Comment on what everybody else is saying. Just search for Hunt Life on Facebook. Make sure you like us and start living the hunt life with us every day on Facebook.com. And, and pretty cool stuff. Hunt Life Outdoor Show is growing. Each and every week, we'd like to say a special hello to our latest affiliate, WFDM in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. So hello, folks. Good, good morning to them. And, and right now, we've got Rick Cruder on with uh, Beyond the Hunt TV. And, and Rick, I, I'm, I'm a junkie when it comes to outdoor show TV. Yeah, um, I, 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 I'm serious. It's, it's, uh, I have all the channels. I've got you know Outdoors Channel. I've got Versus. I've got Sportsman's Channel. I've got Pursuit Channel. Thank God for DVR. Oh, do you, do you, do you, <laughs> I hear that. I, record, hey, record, record, record. Listen, <laughs> I, I I fought DVR. I mean, I I have to admit it. I mean, my my kids and my wife are like, you know, why why don't you know if we get DVR, we can, you know, uh, if we're working out or whatever we do, we we can record. I'm like, dude, we don't need to do that. You know, it's just too much. Well, dude, it's the greatest thing ever. It is. <laughs> it, 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 it is, is but, the greatest thing ever. For so, sure. so I'm sitting there and 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 I'm watching, you know, Beyond the Hunt TV, and and it was yourself. You were by yourself, with the cameraman. Yep. And Julie was at home, and I, and I and I can't remember. I think you were in South Dakota. I don't know why I'm saying that, but you you were you were bow hunting, and 
things were tough, man. It was raining. It was nasty. You weren't seeing very many deer. You had one buck come in, and, and you get this phone call. And your phone calls from your buddy in Iowa. And, 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 and it was, it was going off. He's like, dude, you, you gotta come in. I mean, you literally, you packed up. I mean, you, you know, it was interesting. You showed the three or four days where you were hunting and then you get this phone call and, and you just pack up and go. And was this, and, was it your buddy Les Johnson from college? No, no, no. actually it wasn't. Uh, oh, okay. That, this was, uh, this was, uh, Mark Drury, actually. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, now. well, so so anyway, I'm watching this with my wife, right? And it was great, and 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 you, <laughs> you went to Iowa, you you killed a beautiful buck with your bow, and lo and behold, you missed Julie's birthday. What? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh man, oh. And my wife's like, oh, he's in trouble. <laughs> that yeah, must he, have cost yeah. him. And 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 you know, I, I hey, look, dude, Julie put up a pretty good face for TV. She did a great job. You know, she was doing the segment spots and stuff. But, I mean, I really got the feeling that, that, that she wasn't real happy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta tell us the truth, dude. Did you get in trouble when you got home? A little bit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, it's still, uh, she, she, she lets me get away with my, you know, with my addictions in the outdoors, so to speak. But, uh, it usually comes at a small cost. And that one there, when I missed her birthday was, uh, it won't happen again. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that, I like you know. my couch too, but it ain't a whole lot of fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, here's a pillow, here's the blanket, there's the couch. Good night, love you, bye. No doubt. And by the way, I'm hunting your stand in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that big deer that's on that uh, yeah, that's right. that cutty back camera. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to yeah. the goat stand. Oh, that's that's good stuff. I like I said, it's 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 always fun. Um, you know, watching TV shows like that, seriously, to kind of bring the, the, the real life situations into it. And, and, you know, you guys, because Rick, I, I, I film a, a TV show for local here and it's, yep. it's, it's a fishing show. And, and I have absolutely filmed turkey hunts and deer hunts and stuff like that. But I, I mean, and, and I've told everybody, I've been very honest about this. I don't have the time. I don't have the time to sit in the woods three, four, five days to try to get a 30 minute show. If I get on a good bite of fish in two or three hours, I can have a very, very good show. You bet. You know, and 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 the respect that I have for you all. I mean, especially bow hunting, Rick. I mean, how hard is it, you know, to to, to first off to set up a stand to bow hunt out of, and then to have another stand for the cameraman. I mean, yeah. it's got to take a long time to to prep for that kind of stuff, doesn't it? It, it really does, and I think that uh, that's you know it's part of the it's part of the frustration, and then it's also part of the obviously the challenge that I love, and I think we've gotten to the point now where we've taken the emphasis off of the the kill, so to speak. Right. We've really just put it on trying to create great video and share it with everybody at home. I think that's really what's driving us now, and and we've we've gotten so crazy that. Uh, like you just said, we're you know talking about two different stands or getting two people out there, and we've taken it to three people because we really we felt like if wow. we can share with the viewers this this new season, if we can share with the viewers kind of what what we're what we're living and what we're experiencing every moment in that stand or what's going on or how it plays out, and, and the we've got a little saying: hunt hard, get lucky, and and the get lucky. You know, it really is a, it's a big statement for us because I think we forget how much luck 
Oh yeah, uh, it plays into some of these factors and hunts to be successful. And um, you can be, you can have the best setup, you can have the best wind, you can have <laughs> everything that you need to put it all in your favor. But if that animal, that's you know, remind yourself he's he's living yeah twenty four seven. He's living in survival mode, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you've got to get lucky in that he stubs his toe and gives you a chance, and then you got to capitalize on it. And this, I think we get so down and, and hard on ourselves at times, and I think sometimes when the kids watch the shows and some of the new hunters that haven't had that experience, and they think that the perception is that it's very easy. And, yeah. and, you know, not to take anything away from that. Sometimes, you know, just like you were talking about getting in a spot and catching a pile of fish, and making a show in, right. in just a couple hours. Sometimes it does happen that way. Right. But yeah. Very, very, very seldom. Very, I know, very seldom. I personally, as a bow hunter, and, and having only bow hunted maybe last five or six years, it is by far one of the most rewarding things that I do in the outdoors, as far as is, is spending time in the woods. But it is one of the yeah, most I, I, difficult him, Rick, thing. Ask Kirk how many times he shot. Oh. Rick, uh, what, what were you over twenty six? A Carbon Express could have hired me as a tester for carbon arrows. I mean, I'd get calls from Kevin, and he'd go, "I found this green arrow over in the woods. Is that yours?" Or a hog just ran by with an arrow sticking out of its keister. Is that your arrow? And I'd go, yeah. "I claim the fifth. Yeah, uh, all right, it was ugly. We got we got just a couple more minutes because I, I've got to get into this. First off, real quick, what bow do you shoot? I'm shooting the PSE Bow Madness bow. Okay, and yep. I I love to ask this question because we're bow hunters, and you know, and I I do I hunt the the Kansas, Indiana, you know, Georgia. What's your favorite broadhead? Hands down, the Rage. Is it? And it how, how long have you been hunting with the Rage? Uh, about about seven years now. Are you hunting oh. with the hundred or the one twenty five? The hundred two blade. Hundred two blade. Yeah, and I've had a tremendous amount of luck with it. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you just, I, you, I was never really a big fan of expandables. Right. Uh, especially during the outfitting days. I had that perception that, you know, they weren't good, and I never shot one and tested it for myself. And, and when I started shooting them, I, I, I became a big fan immediately. Uh, uh, devastating wound channels, good blood trails. I've just been very fortunate with it, so... Uh, it's definitely, and I don't say it because they sponsor me. I honestly, it's one of those categories, I guess you'd call it, or, or products in the in yeah. what we use that I won't jeopardize uh, success uh, when I do get lucky enough to get a shot. I want to make sure that the equipment's going to perform well. And if I had to go find a different sponsor in a different category, right. I'd do it just because that that broadhead has proven itself time and time again for us so. well that that's cool all right last question and we're going to let you go talking yep. to rick cruder beyond the hunt tv you've got one hunt left you've got one weapon that you can take where are you going and what are you going to hunt with <laughs> well i tell you what guys i'm an adrenaline junkie uh i'm going to get to do it this fall Okay. Uh, a big brown bear up in Alaska with my bow. Wow! wow. I thought you were going to say elk. I, I, I thought I thought you would stalk mule deer. I guess we were all <laughs> yeah. wrong. I, you know, I, I love all those guys. I just this is something I've never got to do, and uh, I can't wait to do it. Um, I kind of like that that challenge. I've had wow. a lot of people say don't do it, and I think that's the other reason that kind of pushing me to do it. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. <laughs> man, Rick, thank you so much for spending the morning with us. 
You bet, guys. Man, I'll tell you what, it's been a it's been a pleasure, a great way to start the morning. Looking forward to a good day out here for a great cause. And uh again, thanks for the time and uh you guys we'll be checking in with you. Yeah in on Facebook. S- stay hey, in touch. You and Julie need to come on down and visit us sometime. Yeah, if you want to go fishing, let us know. I'll be there, guys. All right, be buddy. Careful. See you. All right, bye bye. Rick Cruder with Beyond the Hunt TV. Boy, he was I could have talked to him for a couple more hours. Yeah, very, very sincere. Yeah. We came across great yeah. great segment, folks. And he got in trouble. He got in trouble. <laughs> he did. We'll Don't. be right back with the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. What they wear speaks volumes as to who they are and where they stand on a number of things, from their favorite team or the place they like to eat to what they really believe in. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. When you see someone wearing a Hunt Life shirt or hat, you'll know some things about them right away. You'll know they're passionate about the outdoors. You'll know they invest time and energy and funds into preserving and protecting wildlife because they care about it. You'll know that they enjoy sharing the hunting experience with everyone they can. And you'll know that, for them, hunting isn't a hobby. It's a way of life. If you're a hunter, it's time you told the world what kind of person you are. Visit HuntLife.com and browse the hunt shop for hats and shirts and decals and more. And while you're there, become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And you'll connect with a world of people who share your feelings about hunting. Take aim with Hunt Life. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camo pattern just got better. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. With me, Kevin Favor, Kirk Waltz, sitting across Lagerman. Our other buddy is uh, in, in Iowa on a charity shoot. Yep. And, uh, boy, Good just a, a huge thanks to Rick Cruder for joining us uh, Beyond the Hunt TV. If you want to check out his website, it's beyondthehunttv.com. For us, be sure to visit huntlifeoutdoorshow.com, find out who's coming up on the show and what we'll be talking about. Listen to previous shows via the Hunt Life podcast. Get a little background on us. We're, we're beautiful people. Absolutely. <laughs> and join the Hunt yeah. Life online community to share with everyone else that's really living Hunt Life. It's, it's our website, huntlifeoutdoorshow.com. Of course, we don't look anything like uh, the Tim uh, McGraw lookalike that was just on with us, Rick Cruder. Yeah, he, he is a male model. He's a male model, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, ab- absolutely. Physical therapist, uh, uh, and now Hunter extraordinary that's great you know yeah, yeah. And, and and boy I have one thing that that i could tell you about next week what's that next week's show right is that we will concentrate on turkey hunting oh it's be- coming because there 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 there's a lot of people turkey hunting this morning uh, here in the state of florida right and uh the, the, the stories up. yeah yeah george, george is coming up 
So, like I said, I, I know next week, and, and Jeff will be here, we'll all be here next week, and I know we're going to talk turkey hunt because we're all going to have a week under our belt. And as representative for the uh, Hunt Life Outdoors team, I will be going <laughs> with Major Harding to Texas. Nice. Coming up Doing soon. Doing a little, a little Hunt Life Outdoors show research. That's right. Right. Yep. Get to hunt some uh, birds to the west of us. I'm looking good. forward to that. I, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that, you know, because I know that we all had the invite um, simply for the fact that uh, I have so many hunts lined up for, right. for Florida and Georgia. I just don't have the time to, to, to go to Texas. But I'm glad you're going to do that because I want to hear the stories about hunting those Rios. I'm fired up. I really am. I'm glad that David Halloran came in uh, and brought me my crystal mistress. Yeah. That is an awesome call, by the way, and I think I'm going to use that bad boy to calling some big fat ones out there yeah and you've never heard a rio gobble have you no i never have it's when you've i I promise you the first time you hear it you won't even think you'll 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 just continue to look around because it's nothing like our easterns really it's it's absolutely nothing like our easterns i mean anyway i bet they fold up i bet they fold up just like our Easterns. yeah they they do (laughs) again a huge thanks to rick cruder with beyond the hunt tv.com uh for coming and joining and Kurt, great job as usual. Thank you, sir. And folks, remember, we're here all, all the time. Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And if you want to check us out during the week, huntlifeoutdoorshow.com. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to huntlife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.